0: Pow! Bang! Slide down the bat pole, you're listening to the Action Figure Blues Podcast, episode number 58, for the week of Wednesday, 27 March. I'm John, and with me tonight are... Scott! And Justin! This episode's brought to you by Mike's Comics and Stuff and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our Toy of the Week is the Masters of the Universe Ram Man figure, and our discussion topic is the Outer Shell Toy and Statue Packaging. Good morning to everybody. How y'all doing?
1: Yeah, I'm here.
2: (laughs) Good, thank you, John. (laughs) So what have you been up to since last time we talked, Justin? Well, this week I've had an ongoing battle with a rat in my roof. Ooh. (laughs) Um, I've been fighting it, trying to outwit it.
1: (laughs) Outlast it? Outplay it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it started... uh, Last week, we have an extension on the back of the house, two rooms that don't have insulation, so we could hear quite an echoey sound through the back of the house. So went up there, investigated, yep, sure enough, rat droppings. Um, Put bait in there, 12 12, uh, different things of bait, make sure the job was done properly. Went up there the next day to have a look, and they'd all been eaten. Oh, beautiful, Well, the rats finished, gone. Okay, so go going to sleep and next night, even louder, I'm thinking, oh my God, what is up in that roof? So next night, another 12 things of bait. Um, I have animals, so I like to keep the bait in low consistency because there's other things where ongoing poison can affect other animals as well um, and... This this went on for four days, so the rat had consumed nearly close to 30 different bait things. And it it got so bad two nights ago that at 3 o'clock in the morning, I was up on the roof again. I went, bugger this. I went down the garage, quickly got the ladder, grabbed my torch, jumped up on the roof (laughs) and said, we're going to have it out fist to fist, (laughs) you and me, Mr. Rat. And got up there and it was huge. And I was running around, and obviously you can't run on the roof for at 3 o'clock in the morning because <laughs> you forget where to put oh, your feet.
1: Where's your sense of adventure? Come on.
2: So anyway, I chased it a fair bit. And next day I got up on the roof, and I blocked every single hole I could with steel wool or any chicken wire or anything like that I had. And anyway, last night, it's up on the roof again. Something. okay, Mr. Ed, you've won. I can't do this. Earplugs. I went to sleep. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, and this morning, oh. went to the shop. And it was out in the front lawn. So I dead? finally did win, yeah. Yay!
1: A week
2: later, but it, this was a humongo rat. So if I can... I took some photos, but <laughs> I won't uh, bore you on the Enhanced podcast, but oh. it was uh, an exciting week. What you took
1: photos of, of the dead one? Yeah, it was huge. Oh, come on. We need one of those for the Enhanced podcast. Come on.
2: Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> come on. Seriously. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look... It was massive.
1: <laughs> I love it.
2: Talking about 45 centimeters long. Wow. Yeah. That's wow. my week of adventure.
0: <laughs> What's well, next? <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't top that. No uh, Scott, do you have a, a amusing anecdote for us? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can
1: top the dead rat. I've, this is a um, crazy week for us because um, I'm about to change jobs or about to get the keys to our new house. Which probably means that you won't hear me for a couple of weeks because we'll be insanely moving. Um, we have a child with a broken arm. Um, which has been great fun. It was a, a real, um, top parenting moment that I didn't do it. Um, but we, we, uh, dropped her off at a birthday party at a roller skating rink and, <clears throat> and went down the road to buy all the light fittings for our new house. And we weren't quite done with all the choosing stuff. So I went and picked her up and she came out and said, I, I fell in my arm hurts a little bit. And I was like, yeah, yeah, right. Shh. We're choosing, we're choosing lights. Come on. And <laughs> <laughs> so then we, we went and did about another hour of light choosing and she followed me around going, it really kind of hurts, you know? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sh- we'll look at it later. <laughs> so it didn't actually get immediate medical attention, is all I'm saying. But um, it's it's a little it's a little fracture. She's got a cast and a sling, and she's a real trooper. But it was just like, of course, in in the you know Fortnite where everything that could possibly be happening is happening. You would add that into the mix as well. Mm. Um. So, but boxes, boxes galore. Spent a lot of today packing up the statue collection um, with my eldest daughter's help. She's an absolute trooper because you know it's a real it's a real pain but um and then i need to spend more time taking photos of these things before i actually take them out of the styrofoam because <laughs> some of them seriously you just look at me like how the heck am i supposed to fit that back into this box <laughs>
0: <laughs> you get there in the it's end it's almost but... like it's almost like they need to put a Like a little sheet in there, Uh, you know, like a little piece of paper that just shows, okay, this goes here, this goes there. So you can keep it in there.
1: Yeah, I mean, most of them are obvious, but then there's just some that, you know, if they have multiple pieces and that sort of thing. And they do some clever things to try and keep the amount you know the overall s- space that the box takes up um down which is great but sometimes it just does not make sense when you look back at it so i've gotten good about that with like my big sideshow premium formats and that sort of thing because they have so many pieces um i've gotten good about taking a photo before i actually unbox but the smaller ones not so much so anyway that's my news what about you john what have you been up to
0: i've just been working it's been i don't know it's been a stressful week at work so how do i been kind of taking it easy and uh we we did have a dog that uh tore up his bed so we had to go get a new new bed for him that was my my excitement
2: <laughs> well that's he <laughs> a... does that once a week
0: <laughs> it, yeah I, we, we had to find one for zoe that was like indestructible because she was digging through them all mm. and uh mm. but but this is the older dog and, and so I had to get him one that was really cushy and he likes to sleep. He's got like a little cushion and we call it his lid. So when he gets down in his bed, he likes to pull his lid over him and you can't even see him. Oh, that's but, you know, cute. Well, it'll scare the crap out of you the first time you see it. Because <laughs> okay. I remember the first time I woke up in the morning and I looked over there and it looked like a bed and I could see the cushion on top. And I'm like, did I forget to lock him in there? Uh-huh. And where is he? <laughs>
2: You find that thing we'll when head. they rip up, rip up their bed and they sit on top of it all proud when you come home?
0: Um, we, no, you know.
1: he
2: just kept stacking foam in the corner of his kennel.
1: We had a very nasty um, beanbag incident with our two old dogs that are no longer with us. And uh, they had a, beanbag, a huge beanbag bed that someone gave us. And uh, the thought that of what would happen if it came apart it never occurred to us until
2: it was too oh, man. late. <laughs> I think. I'll tell you that story, 10 years ago, it started from one side of the house, and I've still got those beans uh, 12 well, years later underneath my house.
1: Yeah, I think we, we were picking up those beans for as long as we lived in that house, seriously. It was mm. just like, oh, them again, good grief.
2: <laughs> yeah, I
0: could see that. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Anyway. Well, Yeah, let's move on and uh, let's check out some articulated news.
2: Dragon Ball Z, the saga continues. Cosmic evil is on the rise. You and your friends are Earth's only hope. Will Goku and Chuck's super Saiyan power be enough this time? Gohan's in danger until Team Dragon Ball Z joins the fight. But wait, it's Evil Freeza! The Earth is still in trouble. Your friends are in for the life of their life, but you won't let them down. The
0: fate of the world depends on it, each soul separately. Well, before we get to our main features, we start each episode with a bit of news that may be... Um, you know things that caught our eye during the week, but we we won't discuss everything. A la CNN. Um, we will not find a feral camel discussion here. So uh, this is just stuff that we saw during the week that kind of relates to toys and collectibles. So, um, Justin, you have our first bit of news this week. So what do you what are you looking at this week?
2: Okay, it appears this week that the floodgates for the uh, Batman '60s TV show have well and truly been opened. And announcement uh this week are a few different things. But we're starting off with the um the classic nineteen sixty six T V figure set. Now this is the set that has the building um pieces in it. So as they're walking up the building, as they're uh after bad guys that they did in the show and a special guest star would pop through the window. But apparently this is the only way you can get Robin. Um uh, so, yeah, and I've seen a bit of mixed reviews about the old birdboard robin. Uh, some people are liking it and some people aren't so much, <laughs> including yeah, you, Scott.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not happy. Not, not happy, happy with the birch. No, I. you know, the um. it's just not grabbing me. I mean, I. you know, I'm definitely going to get these because I'm, I'm still very excited, but I don't know. There's just an element. When I looked at the robin, I just thought, "Ah, oh, this feels a bit foamed in. I'm sorry. It's not. Um, I suppose it, he just looks a bit too tall. I think.
2: Yeah, it does from those uh, those pics where he's on the side of the building with yeah. Batman. He looks almost as tall as Batman. He
1: does. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's obviously not good. Um, hmm. And the cloth capes are, I think, a bit of a bummer.
2: But anyway, see, I like those. I, I, they obviously did them well, so he could fit in the Batmobile. But
0: yeah, well, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, why don't they come with? Do they come with a rope? Because <laughs> the pictures we're seeing, they don't have a rope. I I don't understand that. I you mean, know,
1: you know what? I bet the special guest stars aren't included either. <laughs> Far out the whole yeah, diorama makes no
0: sense. Dillo or Jerry
1: Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be awesome. They need a Phyllis stiller to pop her head out of there. That'd be yeah.
2: great. <laughs> Jerry Lewis would ask for a gazillion dollars. Yeah. Things like this, <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, for, further on with the Batman news, we've had pictures just uh, released this week uh, of the Cesar Romero Joker. Yeah. And it looks, for the most part, that they use, reuse rather, the DCUC um, Joker. The, the top half of the tuxedo looks a a little different, maybe they added some girth around the waist there, I think but they added uh, more than
1: girth around
2: the <laughs> waist, they added some some extra
1: something in the pants.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, we
1: I mean, know. Uh. that's um, that's a pretty disturbing undercarriage there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's right. It's um, it, it actually looks like a DC Direct that it reminds me of the T crotch section that uh, <sighs> DC Direct figures are famous for. But anyway, <laughs> moving right along has been. Oh. Uh, it's sort like... of confirmation that uh that <laughs> hey,
1: what did you... john's got something to say about this sorry john
0: <laughs> i am shocked that mattel would actually do those striped pants i i will be curious to see if those make it to the final figure because that's got to be expensive to do those you reckon I, I i bet we end up with this as a red carded where if they do it none of the stripes ever line up or something <laughs>
2: It would be uh, okay, now. I'm trying to rack my my memory of the. He obviously this is his garb that he did wear in a sixty show, but did he have pinstripes on the coat as well, or were they just the pants? After Google,
0: I, I don't know,
2: because you're probably right, John. They're going to cheap out on those. That's for sure.
0: Something. Yeah, I, I mean, he
2: really you said it,
0: I, I'm I'm just surprised that they they would even show it like that because you, you can all Nah, it doesn't look like his coat had stripes I'm on it.
1: I'm sorry. The the, uh-huh. the anatomically impossible issues here are really killing me. That It's just they, they need to lose the stripes because, oh, my gosh.
0: That might be part of what's throwing you off. Maybe. It,
1: that's possible, but I, seriously, that is like the worst example of a crotch T-crotch I've ever seen.
2: Uh, This has got to be a proto, because when you look at the legs, it looks like there's a thigh cut and a knee cut as well, which is a bit distracting as well. If you look closely at the pics.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: Maybe that's a piece so you can get the stripes to line up. (laughs) 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 That's right. (laughs) Uh,
2: Like an old bike lock.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Gertie's got her work cut out for her there. She's oh, especially yeah. practicing her straight lines now. Um, the I did read on the interwebs from someone present at this launch um, that the little mustache under the um, face paint is there. So cool. we, we can't see it in this um, this picture, but apparently they have done that, which to me is a must. So yeah,
2: well, kudos to them if they can do that. That's, That's right. Uh, very nice.
1: And it has uh, pinstripes. <laughs>
2: oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. uh, where was I now? Uh, the, we also have seen a reveal of a Batman patoos- uh Pat... Hang on. I'll spit this out. Bat-toosie figure. bat <laughs> Now, if you look at the packaging, it's it's very nice. It's a retro TV style... Uh, packaging and Batman's got his famous uh, what? What move would you call that? With the fingers over the eyes. that's the Batucci. That is. That's yeah. where it's originally come from. That's that's, okay. that's yeah. the
1: Batucci. Yeah.
2: Well, that's it. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a really nice set. And I the, don't mind it at all. It's, and this is uh, the
1: um the, the San Diego exclusive exclusive. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So that think of so that as well. It's
1: it, with, oh, with the card, I like about cardboard
0: this, hipsters. Yeah. Included, yes. And the thing I like not, about these figures, <laughs> they're not yes. Uma Thurman and John Travolta. No, no, no. Is <laughs> no.
2: yes, they've gone for this the the body shape of Adam West? You know, they've sort of a bit of paunch, a bit of not ripped. It's it's quite refreshing that they've gone this uh, route with them. That's that's very nice little touch there as well. Um, any other comments about that? It's yes, other than the packaging as well. It's,
1: is that it's articulated nice. in the same way that the
2: um, other ones are? Or? It's hard to tell, but obviously his arms, uh, it looks like there's it has articulation. Knees. Yeah, it doesn't look like there's knees, but there's that um, hip. It looks like the hip cut is there as well, so it looks like there is some sort of articulation, but the picks aren't that clear. There's definitely no ab crunch from the Th- picks that thank I can goodness.
1: see. I, I really don't like the ab um, articulation on the other figures. Yeah. I just think it looks right. out of place and unnecessary for you know, for this.
2: Hmm. Yeah. He looks shiny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and moving away from Batman we have real action hero, Legend of Zelda, Skyward Sword, Blink figure.
1: Good heavens. Just for me to say.
2: Couldn't get further
1: away <laughs> from Batman than that.
2: No. Um, and it's a strikingly nice rendition of uh, of Link. It's a really nice uh, figure indeed. He comes with all the accessories, has a bow and arrow and his sword as well, added in the little chainmail, but it looks like it's um, cloth, which is a little bit uh, distracting, but otherwise than that, the face sculpt is spot on, and it's a really nice figure. From the price, as I can see, it's going to set you back around 220 smackaroonies, so...
1: I like the um, alternate head with the angry face. Hmm.
2: The screaming a, face. Yeah,
1: it's angry. Angry Link.
2: Yeah. Angry Link. Angry angry, Link. angry. That's about it for me. He looks, looks <laughs> pretty cool.
0: I like it. Well, I will bring it back to Batman. <laughs> 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 this, uh... Saw this posted earlier this week. Um, Funko's announced that there are, they've revealed their DC Universe Mystery Minis little blind boxed, uh, 2.5 inch little vinyl figures. You know, because I like all that little blind box stuff. It seems like more and more. Um, there looks to be, how many of them?
2: Three, six,
0: twelve. Uh, Like eighteen of them, a lot of variants of the same character. So Mm -hmm. there's six Batman, three Batgirl, six Jokers, two Penguins, and only one Riddler. So the Riddler must be the
1: and a Catwoman. There's a Catwoman too.
0: Oh yeah, Catwoman. And there's two of her. One's in the cat crouching pose, and one's kind of standing up, like you know, S and M but Catwoman. The the Batman figures all have like a different, you got the one with the smirk and then, you know, one with the just, you know, angry. And then one was super angry. I, I love the black and white ones. There's one with like his wings outstretched. So
1: six yeah. jokers.
0: And Looks like a Heath three, Ledger one. It? Yeah. yeah. Three of them look like they're Heath Ledger ones, yeah. which doesn't really fit with the rest of the no. line because the rest of them are all look comic inspired rather than movie inspired, but they, uh, Went with three of them as the Heath Ledger Joker, and then three with the the comic inspired Joker, and all of them look insane. So I don't know, yeah. you know, which one you'd particularly want to get, but I wouldn't mind having one of the little Batman ones. How
1: tall little. are these?
0: Two and a half inches. So uh, what would that be about? I don't, know, I don't know. You guys can do
2: the math. <laughs> well, it's two and a half centimeters and an inch. So yeah, we got so. Five, five and a half centimeters.
0: That one's right. Yeah. So they're a little shorter than um, a Funko figure.
1: Yeah. Works for me. Yeah,
0: they're neat. I like it. And since we're talking about Funko, they have announced their uh, second series of Game of Thrones pop vinyl. And they came out with Area. Um, Cersei and Jamie Lannister, so you can get both of them if you are into the brother sister romance thing.
1: <laughs>
0: huh. Um, the one Baratheon that became king, Renly, and Jon Snow and Robb Stark. I kind of like Jon Snow. John is Snow. Pretty nice. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he's got, pretty cool. He's got the little cape. And mm.
1: This is one like. property that I just do not really get as Funkos I just think it's a really weird like uh, I can't imagine that people that are really into Game of Thrones would want these but who knows
0: you know I actually saw some of these um, recently in a shop and I actually kind of dig them if they had had uh, um, Danny Daenerys I probably would have got her, but they didn't have her. They had called Drogo, but they didn't have her, so
1: huh.
0: it didn't seem right to get one without the other, now, did it?
1: No, certainly not.
0: So, <laughs> but I, I, I like the Jon Snow. If I could find the Jon Snow, I might get him, hmm. just because he looks kind of cool. But that's what I looked like in my youth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um. And last up, I got a one last little bit of news here. Uh, two new Iron Man three mini mates have been have been revealed. I think we've seen some of the other ones previously, but um, two of the mystery ones have came up. The first one is a suit up Tony Stark where he's kind of mid um, mid armoring He's got the gloves and the the boots on and looks like a piece over his eye maybe. Like the masks started to form around him, maybe?
1: Uh that's Google Glass, yeah. actually. It's a uh, pro- product placement, yeah.
0: And uh I don't he know, actually comes...
2: oh, I, I... <laughs> I was like
0: what? <laughs> you know Google Quit Glass. <laughs> Sorry. Go <laughs> on. Um He comes with uh another set of hands, like a pair of uh non armored hands and feet so that you can do him as, you know, pretty much a standard Tony Stark with a thing over his eye. So that'll be good. Um, one of them looks like it's bandaged up, too. It's it's white around it, so I'm not sure what we're seeing there. Possible spoiler?
1: Yeah, I'm very interested to see this film.
0: I think the rest of the world is, too. Yeah. The other um, figure that got revealed is... I had it. Hang on. An extremist soldier. And he comes packaged with Iron Patriot. Um, is that he has the, a removable...
1: Sorry, is that the dude with no shirt?
0: Yeah, that's the dude with no shirt. He has a removable vest so you, and a pistol. And it looks like it says hair. So I wonder if he's got painted on hair and hmm. and then sculpted hair. So you can display him in a few different ways, it looks like. Okay. And it looks like he's got a holster, and I don't think I've ever seen a mini mate holster like that before. But I did; I don't have any of the ones that would have had them, so it, just, it might just be new to me.
1: Oh yeah, I I see that. That would be quite a cool little add on. Yeah,
0: but the the Tony Stark's the one that I I'm just really curious about, just because it it's, looks different. So, but what do I know? <laughs> Anyway, that's that's my news for the week. So, Scott, tell us what you picked
1: up on. Well, the big one for me was the preview of the Sideshow Superman premium format. Um, can I just say, sold, take my money now. Um, very excited. So this is, a, I think, a really good balance of the different looks. Um, you know, not too young, not too old, although... You know, there are, is some comment saying, "Why does he look so old?" Uh, but um, you know, to me, it's it's a really good balance. It's definitely got a, a bit of a Alex Ross um, hint, um, which will be popular with quite a few people, I'm sure. But uh, I can't wait to see. Um, I, I
0: think I think they did a bit of disservice to themselves in the picture because the the highlight on the one side of his hair almost makes it look like he's got gray temples. Oh
1: uh, yeah, yeah.
0: And, right. and, and I think if they hit that light where it looked more black I think he would have looked just a tad younger
1: younger yes yeah I don't I don't think sideshows preview pictures are always the best Um, you know that I've often not been impressed with the first round of photos of something and ended up really liking it um, and that's a interesting little you know point you've just made there as well that I think sometimes they don't think through but it's still it's it's like you can tell it's going to be great. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it and very keen to uh, – B- Batman seems to be getting pushed back. Um, I keep getting little uh, flex pay schedule changes, um, so hopefully he's not going to take too, too much longer, but I think he's kind of down to to looks like May now, so hopefully hopefully soon so Joker won't be so lonely. He'll have someone to fight with. But I'm excited for that. And then we saw the inevitable Hot Toys Iron Patriot announcement this week. But the one thing that perhaps people weren't expecting was that it is uh, going to be a die-cast figure. So this is a – it'll be interesting to see what the price point is on this and whether or not that makes a a difference – Um, it's very good looking now, you know, we, we, we know from what we know of the film already that this is, um, war machine in the iron Patriot armor. So he's got the, the cannon, um, attachment that is the war machine thing. Um, and a, uh, either a separate head with the roadie face underneath it or a swap out head. I'm not sure. Um, but you know good looking and definitely for the uh and it's got light up features as well which is kind of a new a new thing for some of these so it's got a light up base and also looks like light up chest emblem etc so i'll be interested to see what the price point on this is
2: the postage may put it into another stratosphere as well if it's die cast well that's
1: right that's 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 true um Yes. Well,
2: it's not even the regular
0: war machine uh, Gatling gun. It's it's like a little missile launcher or something, it looks like.
1: Yeah, it is a, it's a step up, which you would expect, you know, if the government's Trindham in, Iron Patriot. It'd be interesting to see what this – I mean, obviously, it's a important um, – well, hopefully – you would think an important part of the film, if it's actually getting a figure out, you know, when we first saw the shots of this way back wind from the film, you wondered if it might be a bit of a throwaway, but, um, I think it was a no brainer that hot toys would do a, uh, do one regardless. So all the Iron Man variant lovers out there will be thrilled. Um, and also unconfirmed rumors that we're going to see another whiplash, um, as well, which is like the the totally suited up Iron Whiplash from Iron Man 2 um, as a possibility. So that's something to keep an eye out for. And then finally for me, just to go right down to the other end of the toy goodness or not spectrum, um, we were waiting with bated breath, I've barely slept, um, huh. to, fi- to find out who the mystery figure is. In the Flash Injustice Gods Among Us two pack of the three and three quarter figures from DC Collectibles was, and now we know that it's Raven. Woohoo! Yeah, so we can we can all kind of rest now that that mystery has been revealed.
0: Let me just say, she looks like a Masters of the Universe figure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is probably to me actually the best looking set of all of them so far. And that just says how crappy they all are. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, you know, I don't actually mind the Flash; they haven't done um, as many stupid things with him as they have with a lot of the other redesigns. Um, but the the um, the hips or something on Raven just look ridiculous. So, anyway, that's that's my news. Ended on a low note tonight. <coughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Alright then, I guess we will move on to the name that.
1: Let's do it. Okay. What? My name is what? My name is what? My name is Name My name is what? My name is what? My name is Name
2: My name is Excuse me. My name is My Name is, Can I have the attention of the class? My name is for one second.
0: Well, it's time for everybody's favorite podcast game, name that. And our good friend, oh wait, that's me. Hey. I'm also I'm also known as Engineer Nerd from TV and Film Toys and Twitter. And every week I come on and I play a little action figure sound, and uh, you guys try and guess what it is, and usually fail. And usually fail, yeah. Mm. But not this week.
1: Yay! As,
0: as we will hear in a minute. So, Mister Mister Editor, could you please play the sound from last week?
1: No worries. Just give me a moment here. Russell, Russell, Russell. To fight with mostly
0: might, turn them into the light, and they change into even more powerful creatures. Guys, I gotta ask if you have any guesses. Uh,
1: mm,
0: no. No, sorry. Well, Eddie thirty four twenty nine from over at the AFB Forum, which you can go visit by afbforum.com. Um, guessed this was a Supernaturals commercial.
1: Good on you, Eddie. Three forty twenty nine.
0: Yeah, that's one of those funky old lines that people kind of have a, a soft spot for. So,
1: good on you, Eddie.
0: Yeah, good. Good Woo-hoo. job. I wouldn't have guessed that one. So, very good job. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have guessed it. Uh, you know, I, I have to admit that most of these things that if I heard them, I would have no idea what they are. <laughs> Actually, there's sometimes I hear them and I still don't remember what they are. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's very funny it, It's good being the guy with the answers That's for sure Sure. sure it's, yeah. So let's uh, play this week's sound
1: E.T. is lots of fun In my world he's
2: number one G.I. Joe marching ahead One of my friends and just friend Fred Superman acts standing stands and saw, But that's not all <whistles> Because the Duke's a hazard
0: And one more time
1: he is lots
2: of fun. In my world he's number 1. GI Joe marching ahead, one of my friends, Joseph Friend. Fred. Superman acts and stands tall, but that's not all. Cause the Duke's
0: a Duke right? And as always, you know, come on over just like Eddie did and make a guess over at the AFB forum and you know guessing is fun. So, come on over and make a guess? Guess. And fun. we will we will move on to the toy of the week.
1: I like Eddie 3 four, Much better than Eddie 3 four, He was a jerk. Yeah, I didn't like him at all.
2: Controversial.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Big match are my house. I'll bring my guys. You have yours. I've got Junkyard Dog. It's World
0: Wrestling Federation Superstars.
2: I've got Rudy's beef Beefcake. <laughs> Here's George's yeah. Animal
1: Steel.
0: I've got Great Hammerback. <laughs> The Dragon Feet, yeah. they're so real, and Rowdy Rock Piper. <laughs> Can you tell the difference? No. 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 Wrestling superstars, they're no. for real, each sold separately from LJS. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's time for Toy of the Week. Every episode, we take turns looking at one toy or collectible in detail. Um, might be new releases, might just be something we have in our collection that's a favorite or not a favorite. And this week, Justin has the toy of the week. So over to you, Justin.
2: Okay, this week I will be reviewing the Masters of the Universe Classics Ram Man figure. So it was the February uh, 2013 oversized monthly quarter figure, whatever they call it. (laughs) To call it an oversized figure is not really fair. It's only like half a head bigger than He-Man, but it's the actual girth that makes a character, not the height um, so going off the box details here, man 's real name is Crass, K-R-A-S-S, just in case anyone wanted to know. I'm sure you all did. Um, now, <laughs> That's the only reason I bought this
1: actually is so that I could find out his real name, so don't, don't make fun of it.
2: Yeah. Life fulfilled. <laughs> <laughs> now the packaging is the stock standard uh, packaging we've come to know over the last five years from Mattel the uh the the castle motif uh on the back it has the the uh release figures so far so far in the um in the line um it's obviously a clamshell so we we know that it's the figure itself is quite heavy it's uh it's uh, a really hard chunk of plastic that's a nice chunk of plastic <laughs> it's um going on to that it's it's probably Kids could probably uh, play with this one with not causing too much damage. That's how thick and solid it is. Um, down to the articulation for the Ram man. Um, he has 16 points. The only sort of articulation point he's missing is the waist. Um, now, with the action features, they don't really do this for the, for the um, classics line, so he has no spring-loaded um, leg action. <laughs> uh, if you notice this to the, the vintage figure, the legs are quite elongated compared to that.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and what they've done there, they've added the articulation in the knees as well, so you can actually have your Ram man posing. The legs are separate in this classics figure, so you know you can form a leg stand or a um, leg spread if you're so inclined. <laughs> uh, now, it has a bit of limited posing because of the armour, Shoulders uh, don't really stretch up as far as they could because of the massive armor block that's under his uh, just under his head, his helmet. And what else to say about that? Articulation wise, he does have an ab crunch, but you know, it basically moves the whole armor up and down. Um, and the whole top half of his body moves when, when you sort of move it back and forward, arms included. So it's all almost like it's one entire plastic piece however the arms are separate it has shoulder articulation bicep you know elbow and wrist um, now as for the color scheme it's actually spot on it's uh, a nice shade of red a nice shade of green everything you expect from rare man is there it's nice actually um the the flesh tone is it's quite well done it's not much shading in regards of anything really it looks like it's uh almost a flat flesh tone, the silver is obviously uh, flat as well, red there is some shading and some green there is some shading as well. One thing that that sort of stands out in this character is the amount of extra detail the four horsemen have once sculpted in again, you can see little rivet marks in the armour the cross sort of thatching I guess you'd call it, where his uh, tunic forms in the middle the skull belt is really nicely done, Mm -hmm. there's also uh, rivets on the wrist We call those wrist guards, gauntlets. Um, The legs itself, almost like Michelin Man-esque, but they do look a bit goofy, but they really do fit in with the character. Um, Nicely done. has uh, a swivel at the knee plus the uh, joint in the knee as well at the same time. Uh, There's also another um, point of articulation at the top of the boot. So the leg... Offers a wide range of uh, articulation and motion. Um, now, with the add ins, he gets um, a rare man comes with his axe that was also uh, included with the vintage line. My axe is a bit loose in, the, in his hand, but doesn't really make any difference, He's just going to be posed in one sort of way. Uh, once again, four horsemen have had little chunks out of the axe, uh, once again, rivets. Uh, and the handle has some detailing as well. Uh, there's also a holster on the back of uh, Ram Man's armor where the axe can be taken out and the I like that. axe can be placed in. Yeah, it's a yeah. nice touch. You should add those onto most of the figures. It'd be really nice.
1: Well, particularly for someone like me who is not great with accessories and not good at um, keeping you know, them, having that little extra way to hold on to it, I think is a great little feature.
2: Yeah, I have boxes and boxes of swords and things, and I don't know where they're from or who they belong to at all. (laughs) Uh, Now, the other add-in is a head. So there's an alternate head for Rare Man. Um, Now, this head, the only time Rare Man ever took his helmet off that we know about is in the um, 2000 cartoon. um, 2002, sorry, cartoon, uh, and when we when it was taken off we found out that Rare Man was actually had blonde hair. Uh, and he has a skull cap as well that just seems to be almost riveted into his head if you look at the detail of the skull cap itself. Mm-hmm. Um the head is Squinty McGee. He's um, <laughs> he's spotting raccoons on the side of the road. It looks very much like a, a Lee Marvin esque head. Um uh it's sort of gritty. It's nice, but once you actually pop the proper rare man head off and put the norm, the um, unmasked uh, head on it it doesn't look right it doesn't have that sort of backup with the with the helmet and it's sort of like just sort of sits there it's and it looks quite puny actually compared to his upper body uh, it's almost as big as his bicep this head so it, <laughs> it doesn't look quite right um, now. There's not really much more to add on with ramman He's sort of the much waited for figure in the line. They're coming down now to, I think, I can't remember the numbers. I did have them, but only a handful of uh, classic characters left, hence why we're getting the Filmation um, sub. But he's a long waited character that has been released. So... You know, thankfully the line has gone on as long as it has that we did get a rare man. Um, also, having said all that, I think he was a pretty quick sellout on day of sale. Day of sale, rather. So Yeah, not surprising. Uh, yeah, I haven't checked the eBay prices, but I can only imagine they're <laughs> ginormous.
1: I, I was worried I was going to have to check eBay um, prices because I only got mine on Friday. Like, right. I know, like I, it was a full month. A, oh. a full month and a bit from when it was sent to when it arrived. I don't know what little um, trip it took, but I was going into the Brighton North Post Office and accusing them of losing it.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> it's weird, the postage, like I've said to you oh. before. I don't know if I said this on air, but we're in sort of – I would almost call it a syndicate, but mine gets sent to the other side of this country, uh, gets sent to Perth and then gets on sent to me. And I've had this for at least three weeks. Mm-hmm. So – Strange, strange, strange. Yeah. Bizarre. Um, I guess we're down to the dolly rating, unless you have anything to add, Scott, about the old rare man.
1: Um, besides the uh, the extra head to me is just useless. I, mm. I really can't imagine why anyone would want it. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I do like the really nice touches. I think they've done a really great job of modernizing this to um, fit... Into this new line. Um, you know, when you look back at the original, as much as people love Ram Man, it's pretty, a really pretty lame toy. Um, yeah. you know, with legs fused together and that kind of think So, <laughs> um, you know, this is a, a really great updating and worth the wait. I do think that, um, making it a quarterly oversized figure is a bit rich because yes. to me, mainly the, um, it's mainly the, the package that's oversized,
2: really. Yeah, well, it is. You know, like this,
1: this would easily, to me, this would easily fit into the standard clamshell. Yes. And they've, they've made it a bigger one to, you know, and obviously it's not just about being oversized. It's different tooling. And so, you know, it's a, one that they got a greater expense for. So, I, you know, I understand that. But, um, but no, it's great. I'm really glad I've got him. I w- would have been so bummed if this had been lost because this is the only reason that I bought the sub this year. Um, but having said that, now that I've got him, I'm probably done. Oh. Know, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not, um, I'm not, this is kind of the last figure that I feel like I need. So they're going to have to do something really amazing to get me to buy another sub.
2: Mm, they won't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. So yeah. Dolly Rate away. It's your it's your toy of the week. You
2: get to do the Dolly rating. Yeah, sure. Uh, quick and easy for this one. I'd probably give it an 8 out of 10. I'm um, quite happy with Fran and, like I said, it's nice to have him on the show with his uh, fellow masters. Um, now, if they would have found a way to sort of add that spring-loaded action in, mm you know definitely would've been a 10 out of 10 but i understand we're not including action features with this line more adult sort of collectors but all in all a very nice figure so 8 out of 10 for me very good yeah
0: it's kind of disappointing if the you know they were doing a completely unique mold for him that they couldn't have put some kind of spring feature in there or something you know
2: I don't yeah know. it would have been nice but when I look at it the the figure is so top heavy i don't know if it will work and can you imagine the qc after that like it's you know what we've seen so far with the roboto is cracking in his shell and the backwards forearms and the rest of it i mean how long would a spring from from the manufacturer in china last But the, it's really top heavy so <laughs> <laughs> you think it would be some industrial um, stainless steel Used in submarine sort of spring. <laughs> I
1: I I don't mind that they left it out because I mean that's not what this line is about. Yeah. yeah, this this line is about that kind of updating of it, and I would I wouldn't want to lose the articulation um, for it. Um, it's a great, it really is. It's a great figure. It is uh, um, worth having. I think that would have just kind of cheapened it a bit, really.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, good job guys and that will wrap up toy of the week when we come back we'll be talking about the new items we've added to our collection they're
1: gonna fight they're gonna fight I thought Daniel wouldn't fight he's got no choice Just you must fight to the finish fight. remember Daniel son True strength come from heart fight. he's gonna do it
0: discover the secrets of what? karate Ooh. with karate kid free no. action figures
1: concentrate Daniel son
0: they chop, <laughs> twist, and kick. <laughs> Karate Kid tri-action figures are each sold separately. And for more action, look for the Karate Kid Competition Center from Remco. Well, we're all here because we collect stuff and feeding the addictions where we take time to kind of check in and see what kind of stuff and other pre-orders and things we've made. So, Justin, what kind of stuff did you get?
2: I had a bit of a slow week this week. Um, the only figure I got in was the... Batman Unlimited, uh, Batman from Planet X. Um, that, for the guys out there, that's the rainbow coloured bats with the purple, red, and yellow in his costume. Um, pictures online initially didn't look too nice, but once I had him in hand, he's actually quite a nice figure. He, um, it's a nice collection to the to the Batman shrine in the room, and yeah, recommend that anyone's interested in. Apart from the pics, you know, he does look good in hand. And that's about all I got this week.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it was a slow week for me too, because all I picked up was a uh, one of those poly bag, you know, the Lego poly bag things with uh, Gandalf from The Hobbit in it. But he comes with a little map and a little rock outcropping, so he'll, he will go nice with the Bilbo Gollum set. And I didn't have to buy a whole set, my yeah, a whole big set to get him. So. Cool. They're doing a, I have to say they're doing a great job of being able to get minifigures for Hobbit out there without having to buy, you know, $100 set at least. Yeah.
1: Yeah, very good. So,
0: so that brings us to you, Scott.
1: Well, I got my, I finally got my um, uh, February Matty stuff. So I got my Ram Man Jitsu and the Club Infinite Earths Phantom Stranger. Um, which is quite a nice figure. Mm. Um, I was kind of had forgotten which one it was that was meant to be coming for that because it had been so long. So nice, pleasant surprise. I like that. And then I also got um, something that I have been wa- watching on eBay in different versions for ages, and I, it is the DC Direct um, Arrival of Supergirl statue, but I'm not sure that's the actual title. It is... Um, one of the really early DC Direct, um, pieces where they, um, were quite ambitious and did the big diorama stuff. And this is from the cover of Action Comics 252, um, where Supergirl's popping out of the rocket to surprise Superman. And he certainly looks very surprised. <laughs> um, this is a Tim Bruckner sculpt and they just don't make stuff like this anymore. Um, so I'm really enjoying because um, I'm not buying kind of as much stuff um I'm enjoying kind of planning out purchases and um plotting which of these you know groovy d c direct older pieces I'm going to get next, and uh I got this using the groovy best offer system on eBay, so my offer was accepted, which was great. And uh, I I haven't actually opened this yet because we're about to move and I don't want to have to repack it. But I this will be the first thing that I unpack when we when we move because I cannot wait to have a play. Cool. Very excited. Yeah.
0: There's a pink rocket joke there, but I I just I can't put it together. <laughs> There's right. a
2: thousand jokes in that picture. <laughs>
1: there are. J- Justin has asked that we use this as a, a <laughs> caption. This. Yeah, I, and I think we'll have to because it is quite a um, – <laughs> yes. Uh, but it's just so cool. Like, you know, Tim Bruckner is, you know, one of my favorite um, sculptures, and this is uh, – I was reminded of how much I wanted this because he, on his Facebook, um, has been going through and posting um, his work and kind of thoughts about it and so he posted this and talked a bit about it and I was like, oh yeah. That's gotta be next. So uh it's it's you know, it's not cheap and it doesn't it usually goes for quite a bit on eBay, but I was fortunate to find one that was at a manageable price once they accepted my offer, so I'm very happy. Cool. Well Yay. good. Good for you. Yay. I'm glad you got that. Me too. Oh, and um the first geeky thing I'm going to take to My new job when I go is my Deadpool pencil holder, which should be here next week. Looking, looking forward to that. I'll be making my statement.
2: (laughs) Awesome.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We we will expect a full report. So,
1: (laughs) yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right.
0: Well, since that's what we got this week, it looks like it's time to award another red card. What is this bizarre world? Well, red carded is a chance to poke fun at the WTF moments in our hobby, and whether they're unusual announcements or fails of action figures, or just people that irritate us in general. So, handing out the penalty this week is Scott. So, Scott, what do you what do you got to rant about?
1: I've got the people who irritate us in general category tonight. Um I was just talking in feeding the addiction about eBay and the eBay best offer system, which I think is a great uh addition to the site. However, what I have noticed as a seller on eBay recently is lots of people that want uh, to make an offer even when you don't solicit it and I'm getting a little bit tired of putting up uh i you know I try to put my auctions up at reasonable um prices i'm not trying to gouge i'm just trying to get what i think it's reasonably worth or what i can expect for it and i'm finding a rash lately of people uh messaging me um saying is this the best price that you can sell this for or that's too expensive could you sell it for this instead and i think it's rude i think it's rude
0: what do you guys think I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence on that one.
1: If you if you are, uh, if you put the offer thing there, well then that's saying I could I'm gonna could sell it for this if you want to buy it now or make me an offer. But if you put a, a buy it now price, then that's what you're selling it for. And uh, I mean, look, I don't mind people messaging and saying, "Hey, you know, I'm thinking of buying this, this, and this. You know, would you be prepared to?" you know, consider a package price for the three of them, et cetera. But when you get people kind of saying, um, I don't want to pay a hundred dollars for this. Would you take 30?
2: Yeah. Um, I'm with you. you. I'm with you. If it only States there, you shouldn't, shouldn't solicit people like that. It's yeah. annoying enough in the busy day to day world. <laughs> I guess
0: if there's a buy it now price, that's, that's a little different than if it's just an auction, you know,
1: yeah, no, I mean, I'm not talking about gotcha. auctions. I'm talking about, I'm talking about a buy it now price where it's already up for the price that, you know, that you want to sell it for. Huh. And there's no, there's no best offer because I usually put mine up first of all just as a buy it now. And then if it doesn't sell, then I'll put the offer thing on it. Um, but you know, I've got one guy in particular who messaged me about six times on a, for a statue that I knew it was a really reasonable price saying, basically saying, I don't like that price. Can I have a better one? <laughs> like, well, no. <laughs> so, but then, th- then there's another flow on to this, which is that now that I live in Melbourne, there's a lot more people kind of locally that will contact and say, Hey, can I pick this up um, locally and save postage? And that's fine. I don't have a problem with that at all. Um, sometimes in the course of doing that, you have to exchange mobile numbers so that you can you know, meet, et cetera. Now, to me, once you finish that transaction, you discard the mobile number. Yes. 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 Well, no. I have not one, but two eBay stalkers, um, that have repeatedly since, since we, you know, we did a, a local pickup deal, will text and say, Hey, um, you know, would you sell me that for $50 less? Would you, you know, what about this? And then, uh, the, one then has gone to like have you got anything else Rep- repeatedly and i think that's creepy i finally had to say look everything i'm selling is on ebay yeah i don't actually have time to do this cuz like i actually have a job and a life and so huh. so my, my i'm just red carding rude ebay sellers uh, sorry rude no rude ebay buyers
0: why well, i, I yeah. think they're just trying to be your friends
1: well, i don't need them <laughs> I don't want to be their friend.
0: As us, just be (laughs) antisocial.
1: But I mean, don't you think that I I would never reuse that number?
0: No,
1: I would never keep it. That's—I think it's creepy. I would never keep it anyway. I wouldn't be able to reuse it because I'd never keep it. But it's very creepy. You would. (laughs) 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 So I've kind of made a decision that once we move, I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do pickups anymore.
0: Yeah, get a burner phone. Pardon? Get a burner phone.
1: <laughs> now it's not, it's just, not it's just not about that. Just like, I'm like I don't know, some of these people. Like I've got kids, you know. And I mean, I obviously haven't learned my lesson. That's how I met Ben.
2: Do
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Too> I <right> now? <laughs> or, or. <laughs> or just meet him in a neutral location? Yo, you know, I go to the comic shop on this day at this yeah, time.
1: No, I'm happy to do that. Yeah, but not to my house. Not to my house. Uh, no, yeah. Definitely yeah. not. Happy to say, hey, you know, I'll meet you at the comic shop, etc. But, you know, a couple of these guys that have come in, because I do have my collection out or whatever, they're like, oh, you know, you want to sell that She-Hulk? And I'm like, "Uh, no, stop bothering me. Anyway, that's my my, um, red card slash rant of the week. Don't be creepy.
0: (laughs) Okay. After listening to Scott's phobias for the week, um, I think uh, it's time to move on to our discussion topic.
1: It's not a phobia. It's, a, it's a, a, a justifiable dislike.
0: Antisocial.
1: No, it's not like I'm saying I don't like beans. I'm saying like it's creepy.
0: You don't like beans?
1: Antisocial. I do like beans. It was an example.
2: It's creepy. Go away, creeps.
1: Thank you, Justin. It's two yeah. against one. Yeah. Creeps lose.
2: <laughs> Always.
0: Okay. Well, we will move on to our discussion topic anyway.
2: <laughs> Armor up, Iron Man! Engage interlock mechanics! Armor up, War machine! This particle beam! Attach front battle computer module! My brain blast will make scrap metal
1: of you! Not in this lifetime, Modoch! With my rings, I rule on land and sea! I'm just undersea dome! I'm here to make waves, Mandarin!
2: Iron Man! machine hydro armor iron man and action figures each sold separately
0: well this week we are we have decided to discuss and, and scott came up with this name the outer shell
1: um, <laughs> not the weird place. i only came up with the name <laughs> which
0: which is essentially um we wanted to just kind of step back and talk about packaging kind of our likes dislikes and you know what we see is good what we see is bad so um you know because Everything we buy comes in a package, obviously. I mean, you just don't go have you know, to the store and there's a statue on the shelf with the price tag hanging off of it. So,
1: oh, um, aren't you supposed to do that? Damn.
0: And, you know, I mean, we, for the most part, collect toys, which have to appeal to people and catch your eye and that kind of thing. So packaging plays an important part, um, obviously. Mm-hmm. So um, just kind of want to open it up with, with asking you guys, what, what do you like in, in a package? And we'll start with action figure packages because statue packages are a little different, I think, because you normally don't see them before you buy it. But uh, like an action figure package, a lot of times you'll see it on the shelf. So, so Justin, what what kind of packages do you like?
2: Well, I like uh, uniform packages. So, uh, Like uh, a normal card back with a little clamshell is the way that I like to look at figures. I remember as a kid always loving the Star Wars packaging that included the checklist on the back. Oh, yeah. Because you used to do that thing at school where you take the, the backing card and always say to your friends, got it, got it, got it, that kind of thing. Yeah. Need it. <laughs> I got two of these for Christmas. Do you want to swap? <laughs> and I used to love that. I remember, um, I think I have mentioned before, when my childhood friend, his mother would used to work in a large department store, and he would get every new release Star Wars figure on the day it was released. And so with a card back, I'd say, oh, I've been at Steve's house, and he's got him, him, and him. And everyone else would say, no, you're lying. He's not out yet. (laughs) Pre-internet days.
1: (laughs) Well, that's right, because sometimes the the only way that you knew that the figures existed was by the card back.
2: Yeah, word on the street, word on the playground.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you had had the, the Ewoks that were just painted out you know, oh. on the early return of the Jedi cards. I don't know if you guys remember that. I but. do.
1: Yeah. 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 I remember actually having a very vivid dream. This is tragic. A very vivid dream that I picked up some superpowers figures and looked on the back and saw that they were making, um, elongated man and Zatanna and black canary. And when I woke up, I was so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that tragic? yes
0: anyway, well you know and they uh, they showed vehicles as well and um, if you see any of the early Star Wars cards they had a lot of the prototype vehicles on them so what you got in the end wasn't necessarily what was on that card back either oh. you know that was always kind of something I think you know but yeah I mean yeah definitely those I I still like that you know hey let's show all of the figures in the line. You know, not just two or three, which is what it seems like they do nowadays, like with the new Marvel Universe stuff. And the movie lines, they seem to put like one or two other figures on there and then hmm. nothing else. Well, what about you, Scott? What do what you like in an action figure package?
1: Um, I mean, I guess nostalgia-wise, I like the card back idea. But from a practical standpoint, they're not my favorite just because um, there's no way to open them and not wreck it. Um, you know it's a shame to ruin really great card art by having to rip the clamshell off of it so my ideal is are resealable ones which aren't very common um, DC direct did some for a little while they 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 swapped over to it for a very short period um, some green Lantern some Legion of superheroes figures I remember were done in a resealable clamshell. Um, with no twist ties, etc., where you could open it up, um, take the figure out, pop it back in, and uh, but they they dropped that. I don't know why. To me, that made a, a whole lot of sense because I, I like the idea of being able to hold on to the packaging um, if if you like it. Um, but you know, for single figures, I, I just quite like the um, if if you can't have the resealable clamshell, then I would prefer the kind where you can open it up and take the artwork out without wrecking it. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so like, if you look at what DC Direct, DC Collectibles does now, where it's a sealed clamshell, you've got to cut it open, but the artwork inside um, you can take out and keep, and it's not ripped. So that that's probably my ideal as a single figure.
0: Yeah, and you kind of see that same thing from NACA. And, uh, McFarland, you know, McFarlane does a lot of theirs that same, well, they used to when they made real figures, um, <laughs> but yeah, you could pull out that, that insert and, you know, I kind of like you guys were talking about the checklist. I, I want to mention GI Joe just because, um, they kind of forced you to keep the packaging or at least the card back because they would put that file card on there you know, on the back, and they don't they don't really do that anymore, and it's really kind of sad because, you know, that file card had, you know, information on it that you'd want to keep.
1: It's funny. I was just thinking about that and thinking going back to when we are talking about Ram Man, I'd never read that stuff. It's funny how that's obviously really important to some people, but to me, like when Justin mentioned, oh, his name's crass, I was like, oh, I hadn't even noticed. I didn't look because that just... I guess that's not, you know, where I'm at um, as a a collector, but obviously that's very important to a lot of people. But um, it's not a selling point for me.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I think that the the file cards were a big part of G.I. Joe, and, you know, there was a lot of character information there, not just, well, this is his name from some random place, you know, but they actually were part of that character. So I, I think that caused you to want to keep those cards.
1: Sure, I understand that. Um, I do miss the days of the, um, you know, save a uh, proof of purchase and get something for it. I certainly remember saving my um, little bits and pieces from the Star Wars cards to get, was it the Emperor was one of the ones that you could oh, yeah, send off Emperor. for? And um. uh, my superpower is Clark Kent, you had to save... Um, bits off the card for him um, I remember saving that and sending them in that was fun
0: yeah they don't do enough of that anymore I, I really wish they would do more of those things I think that that's always fun and it gives you a, you know, a reason to want to get things and collect them but they don't like us apparently
1: no they don't like us that's pretty obvious <laughs>
0: what what about in a statue What I mean is it is it more about just getting it to you safely or is it does the art actually play into it on on a statue or
1: i mean it doesn't play into the purchase but in terms obviously some boxes are um a lot more interesting than others i like ben actually mentioned this i think on the forum um i like when it's not just all photos of the product but there's some photos of the concept art as well dc direct did this quite well in some of their mini bust lines like the women of the dc universe mini bust lines where they would have it based on a specific artist for a while like terry dobson or amanda connor and as well as the photos of the product they would also show the concept art as well sideshow does that often um as well and i quite like that because it's kind of good to see the origins of where the pieces come from rather than just photos of it um yeah. so you know it's a but then I think I do like the a standard feel to it as well like you know the Bowen boxes obviously have a very cohesive feel because the the artwork around the photos is always the the same um and you know when you have a bunch of them you, you feel like you're adding to it because of that so uh, you know I quite like that DC collectibles has gone to a bit more of a standardized look with their boxes, which I, I quite like, um, because it's more instantly recognizable as, okay, that belongs to that, that line, but the secure, the, the safety and security of it's obviously the main thing. And really all the different companies that I buy statues come from do that very well in terms of, you know, the the way that the styrofoam is engineered and, um, to prevent any breakage issues. So that's all good.
0: Now, I know there's some statue companies that do this, but they'll they'll put a window in where you can see the character's face. Sometimes, um, yeah. Do I you like that? Or? No,
1: I don't like that. No, I like. I, I don't. I think it's kind of a weird mix of um, things. I mean, occasionally it can be effective. I think back to the DC Direct uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths statue they did of Superman holding Supergirl, and that was a, a small statue. And that was done with a plastic-formed um, window so that you could see it, and that worked really well. But if 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 you can't see the whole thing like that, I'd rather it just be a nice secure box. Um, Kotobukiya has been doing some of their um, the vinyl statues with windows in it, etc., and they're actually very hard to open and manage. I got the the Batman artifacts. Statue, um, recently, and it's a beautiful statue, but I really don't like the box, it's actually very hard to manage, so no.
0: Okay, well, that makes sense. (laughs) I'm good with that. You're okay with that? I'm good with that, yeah. Um, kind of going back to action figures, you know, you said you like the clamshells, um one of the things that a lot of people complain about those is, is how easy is opening and closing? Yeah. You know, because, because those clamshells, you know, I, I carry a pocket knife and I'll, I've kind of got it down to an art, I think, you Uh know, how I do it, but, um, it's not easy to open a clamshell.
1: No, No, it's not. You, you you can't do it with just a, you've got to have a sharp blade. You know, I, I bought some sometimes where I'm away on holiday and you want to actually unpackage it to you not know, to bring the packaging home. And if you're in a hotel room with no, you know, kind of special implements, it's almost impossible <laughs> yeah. to, to, to actually open it.
0: Well, the one time I actually the pocket knife that I carry came in a clamshell. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of that kind of, oh, I need another knife to open and it just didn't make any sense. That's but, hilarious. Um I, I will say the one thing I do like about clamshells, and this, this is just toy nostalgia, is when you open a clamshell because they're so sealed that you can get that good whiff of uh, fumes from the paint. You know, yeah. like the McFarlane and the the Neca stuff. When you open it, you you normally can smell it real right. strong. So new toy smell, yeah, new toy smell. Can't can't argue with that.
1: So, what are your um, um your your favorite examples of packaging?
0: You know the the, the GI Joe stuff, but actually my favorite is um, probably the Star Wars vintage style. Even you know they've they've redone that recently, where it's a, a very small blister on a card, um, a square card. You know, not even a. a, a you know die cut card i they, they do so much of that now i just i'm not a fan of it just because it's harder to store yeah yeah, fair you to. know and keep neat but i just really like the compactness of you know the the blister being just a little bigger than the figure yes. um, so many of the the other blisters out there are just huge compared to the figure itself and you know that's okay, but for like a, a three and three quarter figure, why why do you need that much blister around it? And I, I think it just presents better too. You can see more of the art on the card, and uh, you know it just looks better. And maybe it's maybe it's part nostalgia, but I just really like that compact little blister on a card, and that's really my favorite.
1: Yeah, I hadn't thought about the die cut um, cards in terms of storage, but you're right. That would be a real pain.
0: Well, and if if you want—I'm not a person that displays them, but if you want to display them and they change the die cut like they've done several times in the Star Wars line, how, and you know, they don't—yeah, you can tell the different lines when they're, they're lined up next to each other, but it doesn't look that cohesive kind of like what you were talking about. It doesn't look cohesive across the line where if you had a square card or—you know, if you're going to round off one corner, round off one corner. Yeah, yeah. But, you know— here, we're going to make half the package Darth Vader's head on the side or something. I just—I'm not a fan of that. I'd just rather see the square cards. Yeah. I will say that for a card, I prefer a J-slot at the top as opposed to a a, a punch-type um, hole because it always seems like the figure I want's on the back of the pegs. <laughs> I don't know, if you got to take off ten <laughs> figures to get to it, it's you, know, you look like a madman in the toy aisle, but— <laughs> Um, oh
1: I, come I on! You look like a madman t- in the toilet anyway. Well, Let's face it; that's
0: very, very true. But <laughs> you know, I definitely prefer the J slot um, for sure. Yeah, so.
1: oh no, I, I hear that. And and also the thing is that, um, eventually they rip. Anyway, you know yeah. the, the holes tend to rip through, which can be annoying if you're trying to, um, try, trying to keep it on the card for sure. <laughs> When it comes to the bigger stuff um I think that's where there's real room for creative packaging when you're looking at multiple character sets etc um you know that's a, a a different avenue. What are your favorites there?
0: um actually one of my favorites is something I don't have any of and it's the McFarlane fish tank figures i don't know if you've seen any of those ever they did some for the spawn line and i think they did danger girl but they might have one they might have two or three figures in them where it was like a, a plastic base with like a clear plastic um shell like fish oh, okay. tank basically around oh, it yep and you know they'd have some packaging but so you know you take part of it out and then you know the cardboard basically off of it and you're left with a display piece i mean oh, that that's was clever. Yeah, that was, I think, really clever, and you know, protected the figure as well as giving you something you could use in the end. Um, uh, there's a couple of GI Joe ones where it's the, from the last movie where they're set up as, you know, diorama type pieces, and, and there's a lot of people that like those that like to display them that way. I, I'm I'm more partial to just give me a box with artwork on it. I don't necessarily need to see what's in it you know if you show me a picture on the outside I, i'm happy with that
1: even for an action figure
0: I, if it's a, a multiple um piece thing or a, okay. a vehicle or something yeah
1: okay yeah yeah see, I, I get nervous with the action figures if i can't see them just because we know how variable the quality in terms of paint etc., can be you know that's it that's where i do definitely want to see it because If I'm getting it at retail, I want to be able to pick it up and have a look through it and make sure that I'm getting the one with the best, um, the best of the worst paint, as it were. Um, But yeah, I I think um, Hasbro has done some quite good stuff with uh, multi-pack figures over the last few years. You know, with all of their different properties, um, with the the Marvel stuff as well as GI Joe and. you know, just being a little bit creative in terms of packing them in in you know, in a way that is interesting to look at, and as opposed to just you know kind of three figures side by side. Um, so that that's a and, and ones that you feel like you can actually keep it in the package and um, yeah. it's kind of worth worth doing so.
0: Now you have one that that I actually think is pretty cool, and that's that Starro set from uh, San oh, Diego.
1: That is awesome. I, I'm surprised I didn't actually add that in. Yeah, you know, that, I mean, that's so cool because it is uh, recreating something. Um, you know, it's the, the cover of Brevin the Bowl 28, um, so perfectly with the Starro and the different figures there. And then to chop it all off, it's got sound and light as well. So that's the kind of thing I can imagine you, you would never open, um, because it's just meant to be displayed the figures on the, the, you know, the, um, figures on their own just wouldn't cut it compared to the effect that you get. You know that that's one of the only things in my collection that I actually have more than one of. Um, I actually have one that I keep at work, and then I have one at home as well because I just think it's so cool.
0: You know, that's that's something that I think when you're looking at a display box, you know, the best ones I think have came from exclusives or you know, oh, yeah. especially San Diego exclusives, yeah. and. But I think you also pay for that, Oh yeah. which is kind of the downside. You know, you're, yep. you're paying for that package design and something unique. However, um, and and that kind of leads to the next topic, and that's green packaging. Uh, the one San Diego exclusive was a Swamp Thing. Hmm. And with that one, they actually um, used 100% recycled material, and, you know, they had that mask, and it was resealable, where they actually really tried to make it a green package to go with Swamp Thing, which makes sense.
1: Well, you could, you could eat the whole thing. It was awesome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what I did. Um, yeah, no, that, that was really clever, and that uh, – it'll be interesting. I, it's funny. I just came across that today when I was repacking my stuff because we're moving – And I was thinking, I wonder how this is, that mask is gonna age. Um, you know, if it, I wonder what sort of lifespan it has on it because of the way that it's made, but I still, I think it's very groovy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, to put my, my absolute favorite out there, it would have to be the Mattel Legion of Superheroes 12 pack. Um, you know, not just because it's Legion, although, you know, partly because it's Legion, but, um, such a clever, way to deliver those characters um in in a, a really interesting and, and to be fair with the bio info as well which I did read and appreciate um yeah you know, it's a, a very groovy um thing but I do worry with that how um like it, it, it what I one thing I really like about it is it is resealable so you can open up each of the little Um, cylinders that the characters are in, take it out, have a look at the figure and put it back in and you haven't destroyed the packaging. Um, I think, yeah, that's, that's makes it really special. Um, So that, that's a a huge winner for me.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I can see that, you know, and speaking of resealable, um, some of the, the stuff we see out of Japan, you know, the figure arts, um, they kind of do theirs clever with their little tray system as well. That's that's a very clever.
1: although package out there. Yes, although if we end we're bleeding into our dislikes here, but one thing that I do um, struggle sometimes with the figure arts stuff is that the uh, plastic trays are so hugging uh, figure hugging that they can be a little bit difficult to get out. Um, and I definitely don't like it when I you know and feel like I'm gonna break a figure trying to get it out of the plastic. Uh, prison.
0: Yeah. And sometimes you see that where they're, they're trying to avoid using a uh, rubber band or a twist tie or something like that. They'll have the figure looped in and out of the blister.
1: Yeah. Which I mean, look, I'm all for because I hate, uh, twist ties, hate them, hate them with a passion.
0: And and from the the Facebook responses and the other responses we've got, it it doesn't seem like you're alone in that.
1: No. (laughs) Well, partly because I have terrible fine motor skills. That's part of it. Um, So just having to, you know, undo things like that is a real pain in the butt. But um, also I'll finish. I just don't think it's necessary. Yeah. If you've got little bits and pieces that you need to to keep in there, well, okay. But, um, you know, I think it's definitely doable to have it, uh, sealed in, without having to tie it down to um, a million different places. Marvel Select, I think, is the worst for that. They are they are yeah. di- diabolical, and I think that got mentioned on Facebook as well. You know, they are. Yep, this is Luke Walsgrove on Facebook said, "I love Marvel Select, but I hate opening them. The twist ties used to keep the figures in place are endlessly frustrating." Um, yep, and I agree. It's, it's ridiculous.
0: Now, with twist ties, are you a cutter or are you a untire?
1: Um, I am a. Uh, I get my children to do it, and they can do it <coughs> however they want. I'm dead serious. Um, I, I normally it, kind of about every every month or so we'll have a okay. Somebody sit down and help me for ten minutes to unpack this stuff, because I, you know, I don't get a lot of time necessarily to open things, and uh, my eldest is quite good at it. Um. So yeah, but I, I tend to, I tend to be an untire, not a cutter.
0: You know what we need to tell tell Gertie's coworker is, it's righty tighty, lefty loosey. That's right. It's, that is my one thing with twist ties that absolutely <laughs> drives me nuts is when they're on there backwards. <sighs> you know, you're trying to turn to loosen it and you're, it's not loosening and you're, you know, yeah, no, that's no. how I lost all my hair.
1: Actually. Oh, that explains it. Yeah. So this is actually an origin story. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the story of how the engineer node lost its hair.
0: Um, but you know, I, I, think one thing that speaking of Marvel figures is what Hasbro does with the, the Marvel universe and their star Wars stuff is they use a lot of rubber bands now, yeah. you know, they use yeah. the little clear rubber bands and, and I've actually taken the saving those. I hate to say that, but
1: what, why?
0: Yeah. I actually have a little baggie that I have on my table and I, and just because if I want to use them in a display where if I want to rubber band a gun to somebody's hand, okay, uh, All right. I, I'll, I'll reuse them for that.
1: Okay. I can see that that makes sense but that, that's far too fastidious for me but <laughs> um there's a similar kind of uh element with statue packaging which is that often there's a lot of paper and padding and things that that you know is put inside the styrofoam to protect the paint and that sort of thing and again just going through the process of repacking statues because we're moving um occasionally uh you know it is a, a real challenge to actually work out how to get these things back into the um into the packaging and uh sometimes the paper and stuff just has to go because it's impossible to do it um as neatly as as it's been done in the factory. Um but I what what does um I do actually prefer is companies like DC Collectibles use a plastic bag. Instead, mm-hmm. they have each piece in a plastic bag, and that is uh, a much easier thing to hold on to because the, the paper ages pretty badly over time, and eventually you have to throw it out, um, whereas a plastic bag um, you know, isn't going to age, and it does offer that same amount of protection when you have to repack it. So I much prefer that Bowen is moving in that direction as well, which I think is great. Um Sideshow, still, Sideshow has a kind of foamy stuff, which is basically single-use. It shreds um, really badly. So once you've opened it up, it's pretty hard to, to hold on to. Yeah.
0: You know, um, Hot Toys, we got to give them credit, too, uh-huh. because they, they actually um, – you know, you're kind of talking about that custom packaging. You know, for the amount of money you spend on a Hot Toy, their packaging actually – protects it and, oh yeah you know it's kind of that weird cross between an action figure and a statue kind of protection yes i think you yeah. know they they do a good job of showing figure off too in the package mm.
1: well and and they also do a great job of securing stuff that extra uh shell so they often have the kind of plastic tray and then another one that goes over it to keep everything together um the downside is some of the pieces are so small that you know, it can be very hard to kind of keep them together once you've opened it once. Um, but I think that you know they do a great job of showing all that off. And you can. I, I think it's a good selling point for the packaging, uh, for, for the item, because you can look at it, open it up, and basically see everything that you're getting. Um, and they do a really good job of showing that off. I'm sorry. Bless
0: you. I tried <laughs> to get the mutant time, and I couldn't do it. Sorry. <laughs>
1: And uh, and you know they, it's very collector friendly, resealable as well.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I. There's people that do it really well, and then there's people that do it not so well.
1: Yeah. Uh, we, we should look at some of this feedback that we got from Facebook. because we had quite a number of people. Yeah. Um, Gary Burson. Says, I like the classic Doctor Who with the diorama backdrops and bases, uh, uh, sorry, and boxes. Um, that's, I, I don't collect that, but that's a, I, I noticed that that's a nice point. I do have the 12 Doctors box set, and that is a lovely, lovely piece. Um, some dude named Ben Mulder, who's he? <laughs> it says, a Hot Toy Samurai Predator.
0: Does anybody even collect Predator figures?
1: I don't don't know. know. Only really strange people, I think. Um, uh, David Carmichael says, I never liked how the blister cards tore the card backs. I'm with you, David. Original artwork. I guess the best is the boxed Migos that you could easily open and reclose without any cosmetic damage.
0: Yeah. Um, Bryant Garcia says that he loves Mattel's uh, WWE elite packaging. So he's not a minon on card collector, but um, he says it'd make it easy to take the part or take the figure out and display it out of the package. So um, I'll take a look at those. I, I'm not a wrestling figure person. So, but he also goes on to say that he detests uh, clamshells um, because they're the worst and just not for action figures. I, I think it kind of probably goes back to that same thing we were talking about. You know, they're not resealable and yeah. you know, a pain to open yes they are a pain to open
1: andy bentley says hot toys dx packaging in general
0: and uh ryan eddie Edmonds mentioned he's the one that mentioned the swamp thing but he also uh-huh. mentioned the uh skeletor uh skeletor skeletor <laughs> molar <two-pack. laughs> <Good old> skeletor. <laughs> uh, the skeletor the dentist diorama which was a cool pack
1: that is awesome yeah i that, that's one i haven't opened um, for that reason, because it's, uh, you know, the, the, um, it's fun to look at, and you lose that once you open it. Um, Luke Walsgrove also says, I thought of something I like, the STCC man bat. Oh, that was a great bit of packaging, that man bat. That's it, the one that screams at you. It, when it does, p- yes. Yeah. Yep. And the Wonder Twins um, packaging as well. That's awesome. That's a... You know, it, pl- it plays the whole bit from the show and everything. Great fun. Um, I'd never, I'd never get rid of that. And again, that the Wonder Twins, um, one is a great bit of packaging because it is resealable. So you can take them out and pop it all back in and you haven't ruined the packaging, which is good fun.
0: Well, even, you know, that upcoming uh, Batusi figure, that's an SDCC exclusive. And, yeah. uh, again, you know, you're paying for the package, but that's one of those I, I don't see people taking out of the package. It's no, no, no. It's kind of meant to be displayed that way. So. I wonder if it's going to have music. You know, that's a good question. I could, uh, It I almost could has that. to, don't you think? Sure. You would hope. <laughs> well, it is tell though, so it's, It is me you know, yes. 50-50. 50 um, kind of how I thought of this topic was when we were talking about Deadpool last week, you had mentioned, uh, or, uh, one of you guys had mentioned the size of the Deadpool 10 inch box. Yeah, that was me. And, and how much waste there was around it. Um, what, what, what kind of is your perfect action figure size? I mean, do you like to see a lot of extra space around the figure? Do you, or, you know,
1: No, I'm a, I like a smaller box because, um, you know, I just, I think that it can be a, well, I think particularly probably from an international perspective where shipping is something that you really have to factor in. um, A lot of air and space doesn't really do it for me. So, for example, yeah, I'm really enjoying what Marvel Select is doing at the moment, but I hate their packaging. I just think it, it's unne- so unnecessarily big. Um we've talked about that before. And I actually quite like the Club Infinite Earth's packaging. That mm. is a nice amount of packaging for a single figure. And it's also reusable. Like you can open it up, take the figure out of the tray, um, there's no twist ties, pop it back in and uh you know, you can so you can have a look at it, but still keep it and display it as a in the box and it's it's small enough that you you can hold on to it so i quite like that
0: yeah you know the um, the gi joe dollar general figures that they recently came out with you know those like discount type figures and even we're seeing this with the the new spider man and iron man lines where the um the lower priced figures are, are getting smaller cards um I kind of like that. I'm, I'm not opposed to that. I mean, it, it feels a little smaller and it feels different. And you're like, well, am I getting my money's worth? Well, if you're just paying for a piece of cardboard, do you do you really even need that? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't necessarily, you know, mind that uh, as much as I used to, you know, when I first saw it.
1: No, I think that's cool. I, yeah. You know, I think that particularly if you are, um, you know, like I said, particularly if you're planning on keeping it, then you don't need it to be overwhelmingly big. Um, I I I think that a, a slightly more compact, as long as it's good looking,
0: I think it's I think it's great. Well, you know, if they can take ten cents off the price or fifty cents off the price uh, by using a smaller card, are they card,
1: actually taking the thing off the price? Probably no, probably not. No,
0: probably not <laughs> but if 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 it would help, yeah, I don't mind. You no, know. no, 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 and. That kind of leads to some questions I have, because I'm I'm curious to see what your thoughts are. Okay. Uh, Obviously, you've bought Lego minifigures. Yes. And and they they come bagged, right? Yes. You know, they come in little bags. Would you consider buying action figures that way?
1: Where you didn't know it was in it?
0: No. I mean, you would know, okay, this is, you know, Iron Man. This is War Machine.
1: I think it depends, again, on what it is, because... Like I said, you know, with a lot of the retail uh, size and priced figures, the paint is so dodgy that it is good to be able to kind of have a look through it and make sure that you're getting one that you're happy with. Um, You know, for little hero clicks or that kind of thing, I think that's fine. Um, But as an action figure, I would be a bit nervous.
0: Even if they had a clear window maybe where you could see the face or something?
1: yeah, for sure. You mean in a bag?
0: Yeah, in a bag, you know. Yeah, if they had a window where you could a...
1: see it and investigate it, then fine, because I'm I'm not a um you know, I'm not a mint on card collector. I don't tend to I you know open, so it wouldn't bother me as long as it, it wasn't getting damaged in any way. If it, particularly if it made it cheaper.
0: Yeah, and that's what I kinda wonder, you know, do do you know, is that a paradigm that we've got as collectors that it you know, a figure has to come on a card on a blister or Hmm. Is it you know? Could we have a a bagged figure or a boxed figure? Oh, I've got you.
1: I, yeah, I'm, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I think that could be a way to um to save, particularly like with some of the subscription stuff. Um, I think that would be a, a, an easy way of saving. But then, I think that there are people for whom that would be a real drawback. You know, if they are the kind of people that collect things, um, and don't open them then i could see people not being happy with that
0: yeah i could see that too i mean i i'm just curious for yeah. you know mass market releases i mean
1: i think the packaging is part of the fun of it for sure you know the pack the packaging even if you don't keep it it is a uh, um you know i don't i i don't like for example um getting if, if I'm buying from an eBay seller or buying from Mike, I know there are other guys like you know Ben that will say, "Can you open it for me to save on postage?" But I I don't like that. I like being able to open my toy myself and see the packaging and have that experience. So you know maybe maybe I wouldn't like that. I don't know. But if it was a difference between a line continuing or being able to get some new tooling in a line like Club Infinite Earths by saving on packaging, I'd be really happy to give up the packaging.
0: You know, I'm thinking back even to how how Kenner used to ship their, you know, if you got a mailway figure, it would yeah. never come on a, a blister card. It would just come in a bag and a box. That's right. Essentially. That's you know? right. And, um, I, I just, I wonder if that would also be a little more green. Well, true. You know, that we would save the environment just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Cool. I think we covered that pretty well. Yeah. i I think so i i I think we have some likes out there some dislikes and yes um you know as always i think people should hey you know listen to this and if you got feedback let us know what you think
1: that's right and thanks for your great um contribution to the discussion as well that was awesome
0: yes it was yay thank you everybody (laughs) (laughs) okay we will be back for some feedback and we will wrap the show up the incredible hulk meets spider-man Each figure a foot tall and fully posable. All you need is a piece of string, and here comes Spider-Man. Avalanche! This is a job for the Hulk. The Incredible
2: Hulk with a face that's mean. Lots of muscle and skin that's green. Superhero Hulk! Good job, handsome.
0: The Incredible Hulk and Spider-Man from the Superhero Collection. Each sold separately by Mego. Well, before we finish off, we, we have some great feedback from our listeners. We are blessed to have a bunch of you out there that interact with the show through Facebook and on the forum, and you like to tell us what you think, which we really love. And if you want to hear some of your feedback on here, please email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com, and you may just hear us talk about you. And um, Scott? Why don't you give us our (laughs) first...
1: Okay, I will certainly give that to you. Okay,
0: Scott. Um, Scott, you have our first bit of feedback. So over to you.
1: No worries. Our first bit of feedback is from Kaysakala. And he says, "I just listened to the Bowen Scarlet Witch and Hit Monkey Marvel Legends episode. Good stuff. I'm pretty much of the same mindset as you guys, except for not being so free with my money. Hmm. I haven't seen that Poison Ivy. Okay, so this is we we talked about the sideshow premium format Poison Ivy um, that Scott was discussing. But I do get annoyed when toy companies oversexualize their characters to appeal to pervs." Hmm. That said, I'm a Bronze Age comics fan, and that era had a lot of females and males actually in skimpy outfits. Never bothered me, but I think that's because the women were drawn matter of factly. Yeah, they had skimpy outfits, but they weren't illustrated so coyly as if saying, Look at my ass. <laughs> um, so, that, yeah, that's a good point. And it is a, it's an ongoing tension in, in my household. Um, and, and because, you know, different viewpoints and, I've got this stuff hanging around, and it's not just for me. It's for, other, you know, there's other people having to look at it as well. So it is something that's on my mind. Um And then he also said, regarding Marvel Legends Protector, what a stupid choice. I've yet to see anyone say they like Protector's outfit, and he's probably Bendis' biggest gaff in his Avengers run. Ooh, <laughs> so many to choose from. Um, who pushed this piece of crud? From that Red She-Hulk bulk? I'm hoping to see Buck, sorry. I'm hoping to see... Thundra, Titania, Warrior Woman without her Nazi symbol, Hela, and Power Princess.
0: Okay. Hmm. Thank you, Casey Yep, and what I took away from that is Scott likes looking at action figures' asses. (laughs) Misinterpreted. Hello. Okay. Well, I have a bit of feedback from our good friend Jeremy better known as Hyperion on the AFB forum. And he says, Hey, I have a great idea for a show topic. Kind of goes with the greatest toy line discussion. Um, Maybe even a discussion point with that topic. What line has made continues to make the best female figures. Um, Great. Actually. Yeah. I think that's a great idea too, because um, you know, everybody says female figures don't sell and we get some really good ones and we get some that look like dudes. And so, Um, I, I think that's a, a, a worthy discussion topic that we could all contribute to for sure. So
1: oh, that's a good, good idea. Thank you. Good idea. We like getting those suggestions because we've got to run out of ideas eventually. So
0: <laughs> we need help. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not, maybe not, no. but, but that's a good one. Yeah. Well, that's a keeper. Yay. So, um, before we close up, we want to mention and, and offer our, our, uh, best wishes for, for Justin, he had to exit partway through the discussion topic with a uh, sick kid, so um hope everybody's feeling better, and uh
1: yeah, we didn't just you know. ignore him
0: <laughs> well, uh, Scott may have, but we're, we're not sure,
1: <laughs> right,
0: yeah no, he didn't um we actually feel for you, and you know uh we will be sending clean buckets your way.
1: <laughs> Get better, Justin's kid,
0: yep. Yay! And with with that, we're at the end of the episode.
1: Woohoo! So, bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Yay! Yay! Call Play your, with your toys. Yeah, call not your, with yourself. The, pff, call your mom. Make sure she's okay. Let her nag at you for a while. It'll do her good. No, no, it won't. Oh. Okay, well, that's what I do for my mom.
0: I'm sure she loves you for it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, my Ram Man is open. I certainly cannot promise that I won't make
2: noise. <laughs> oh, you got the Tim Tams again, haven't you?
1: No, I don't. It's so annoying. I, uh, there's, we have no chocolate in the house. I'm very sad.
2: <laughs> well, that happens to us sometimes. And you look and you go, surely there's something behind these <laughs> cornflakes. <laughs> <laughs> For God's sake, who's in charge of this chocolate purchase in this house? <laughs>
0: They did a ton, and I mean ton, of variants.
1: Um, Muppets did? Yeah. Well, I don't know any of that. The one thing that I really, really, really... Is Rolf. Is Rolf.
2: Yeah, and... Yeah, we've heard this before. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch! I got Kermit in his adventure. Yeah, we've
1: heard that before, Justin, blah, blah, blah.
2: (laughs) No, I hadn't heard that. (laughs) You're mean. It's creepy. Go away, creeps.
1: Thank you, Justin. It's two yeah. against one. Yeah. Creeps lose.
2: <laughs> Always. Okay. Well, we will <laughs>
0: move on to our discussion topic anyway. Without the creeps. Or with them.
1: No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so pro creep?
0: I'm with you guys.
2: Yeah,
1: True.
0: was brought to you by the Big Top Network.